attention. Good morning. Good morning. You guys could do better than that. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I like that. I like that. want to welcome all of you to the 2010 Best in Tech. And this is something that the people from the Center for the Partially Sighted. Excuse me. Can I have your attention, please? Good morning. And again, I want to thank all of you for coming today. And this is something that the San Fernando Valley chapter, the National Federation of the Blind, and the Center for the Partially Sighted wanted to put together for all of you. We know that it's a long haul to go down to CSUN in San Diego to see all the technology, and we have put this together for the second straight year, and we continue to do that. Before I begin, what I'd like to do is thank quite a few people. This event wouldn't be possible without the help of some of our platinum sponsors, Enhanced Vision and Freedom Scientific. Let's give them a great round of applause. I'd also like to thank our gold sponsors. We have Eschenbach, Humanware, and ABIC. And also, I'd like to really say thank you very, very much to all the volunteers. We've got volunteers here from the Honor Society at Santa Monica College, <laughs> Beverly Hills High School, and a lot of the other folks from the National Federation for the Blind. So, so at this time, I'd like to introduce the president of the San Fernando Valley Chapter of the National Federation of the Blind, Robert Stigel. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, that's a little weak, but that's okay. I know it's still early in the day on a Saturday. Um, we really appreciate you coming out and taking your time today and being here. Without you, the participants, this event would not be possible. Um, it wouldn't be possible without the vendors either. As Bill has mentioned, uh, we thank all of the vendors for being here today. Um, and all of the members of the San Fernando Valley chapter of the National Federation of the Blind of California who have been here working tirelessly and working tirelessly throughout the year to get this event put together. Um, if you did not get a bag as you came in the ballroom, be sure to pick up a bag on your way out today. Uh, those bags have information from the Center for the Partially Sighted, as well as the National Federation of the Blind of California in them. Um, and some of the bags have a hand sanitizing lotion in them, and others have a um, bunch of goodies like candy bars and granola bars. So uh, please be sure to pick those up. We'd like you to take them with you. Um, and you can receive those at the NFP table at the back at the ballroom door as you came in. Um, Joyce Steigel, say hi so we know where you're at. <laughs> well, we thank you for that. Um, I want to say just a little bit about the National Federation of the Blind so that if there are some people here today um, maybe have never heard of it before. Um, I know there's a lot of you here that have either heard of it, um, are members of the National Federation of the Blind, or um, other blindness organizations, and we appreciate you being here. Um, the National Federation of the Blind is organized on the local level, which is like our chapter, San Fernando Valley. Uh, we have chapters throughout the state and the nation. Uh, we have chapters from Reading all the way down to San Diego, 
Um, newest chapters are in Riverside and Imperial Valley. <laughs> All right, there's my there's my congregation from Riverside. Yeah. Um, we also we're we're organized on the state level. Our our state headquarters office is in Fremont, uh, with our state president being Mary Willows, and we are organized on the national level with our headquarters being in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, our national president is Dr. Mark Maurer, um, <clears throat> and he's been president for something to the tune of 26 years, so um, a very long time at president. Uh, we have many programs on our national, state, and local levels. Uh, some of our programs are Newsline for the Blind, uh, which is a program that you can call in by telephone and be able to read over 300 newspapers on a daily basis if you so inclined. Um, or you can have them to your inbox of your email account, or you can download them to your Victor Reader Stream or BookSense, which is what I like to do a lot. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> well, one of our newest programs that we have that we're working on right now is called Blind Driver Challenge. And if you don't know what this is about, this is about blind people eventually being able to drive a car. Um, <clears throat> that's that's what technology is all about, people. It's technology is evolving, and and this car will be unveiled at the Rolex 24 at Daytona Beach, January 29th. Um, it is coming. Now it's probably going to be a little expensive for you to afford, but um, and then there's the whole issue of getting insurance and all those little details, but. Eventually, we will be able to drive our own car someday, so it's coming soon. <clears throat> Lastly, I just want to tell you a few things about our local chapter. The San Fernando Valley chapter works very hard. Uh, we put on a job readiness workshop a, a month ago for people who are looking for work. Uh, we had speakers from Social Security, um, job counselors, rehabilitation, uh, you name it, we had it, and we hope to put it on again. Uh, we've had several speakers throughout the year, mostly in technology, cell phones, um, and other devices. And we have had doctors come and speak about research that they're doing for eye disorder. So we, we have a lot that goes on. And then, of course, our big event, the Best in Tech. So... Um, <clears throat> If you would like more information about the San Fernando Valley chapter and the NFB, we do have a chapter meeting next weekend. Uh, stop by the NFB table and talk to Joy. She'll give you the address and the time. Um, and we are so glad that you're here today, and we thank you. And with that, I turn it back to Dr. Bill. Okay, so let's get ready to rumble, I guess that's what they say. How's the volume back there? Are you uh, in the back over there? How about in Riverside? You guys able to hear well enough, or do we need to increase the volume a little bit? I can do it. Loud and clear. Okay. All right. Our first speaker today is a gentleman who has a very incredible history. He started selling shoes and shirts back in Chicago, moved out here to California, and started working with the Department of Rehabilitation. Then went on to work at the Davidson Center for Independent Living at the Junior Blind of America. He was the past president of the California Council of the Blind. He's probably one of the greatest blind chefs and blind bowlers that I've ever met. And at this time, Ken Metz will talk about his best in tech for 2010. Ken? 
Thank you. Let, let me say I was uh, past president of my chapter. If I say the state, I could really get in trouble here. Not that I couldn't have done it, you understand. Um, <laughs> anyway, one of the friends that I uh, was introduced to this year is the HD radio by the Dice Company. And a lot of people are saying, well, what's so good about HD radio? I mean, you know, I can't really use it. I've seen HD radio. It doesn't have any built-in speech. Well, I'm going to show you quickly because I know I don't have that much time. But I am going to show you the one that does. I'm going to try and do it from the beginning. Getting radio reception in here is uh, almost impossible. We may be able to hear it a little bit, but I may not be able to pick up the HD signal just because of all the steel. You know, when, you, when you go to a hotel for a convention, you even bring a little AM radio. I don't care if you're even near the window, you can barely get stations. So you can imagine being in this radio what it's like. But let me explain first. The HD radio was made by the Dice Company. It's approximately, oh, maybe 6 inches by, maybe 5 inches by 10. Um, going up and down is probably about 6 inches. Uh, the depth is also about six, and I'm, I'm just being very general, six inches. It has a nice speaker, and I'm going to show you what happens when you first take it out of the package. A couple things I did not bring that come in the package. You can take this. It has a regular pole antenna like a lot of your uh, AM, FM radios do. You can unscrew it, and it does come with an additional um, AM, two antennas, one AM, one FM. You can plug the AM1 into a 75 ohm, and you will get better reception because you can also spread the T cord all the way out around through your curtains, and it's a long, long wire. Uh, you might be able to even share it with your neighbor. Um, the the FM the AM also has a wire connector so that you can move it further towards your windowsill and has a loop antenna on it. So it does provide the materials to, in fact, give you some better. A reception and the reception once you set it up is very good but we're going to go now the first time you would turn the radio on we're going to do that and see how loud hopefully it won't be too loud for you uh, let me say there the button the button setup you have one button at the top left just before the speaker that's your power then you have two other buttons those are auxiliary things to set your clock and stuff you have another uh, four buttons down below that, and one button is to work on your uh, settings, whether you want AM, FM, or auxiliary. The other three are presets, and three more buttons down below that are also presets. So we're going to go ahead and turn this on. Power on AM 870. Okay. Right now it's 870. I'll turn it down because you don't want to hear static like I don't. And AM, we're really not going to get in here. So I'm going to go ahead and at least uh, set it to FM. Auxiliary. FM 100.5. Okay, now I have a preset FM in here. 100.7. Everywhere on. Preset 6 FM. 98.7. Now, this is coming out. Just let you hear from Missy here. Listen to 98.7 FM all week to win. 
987FM.com has more ways to win. We're kicking off Month of the Living Dead on 987FM. It's Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort so, now through October 31st. From fresh produce to paper towels, from tender here. steak. Reset 1FM 94.7. You guys know the wave, of course, but you can see how poorly it comes in. I didn't bring the external antennas with the, with the uh, antenna here. I just can't get any better reception, so. Reset. Reset 5 FM 87.5. Okay, we'll turn it down a little bit. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play with the clock so you can hear it. There's a larger button on here, and you press it and hold it in. The time is 8. 21 a.m. That'll give you the time. Now that's wrong. So now I'm going to push my set button and hold it in. Set time. Hour is 8. Okay, the hour it says is 8. We want to go to 11. Now I'm turning Nine. the big knob. 10, 11. Okay, and it is now 11.41. So we're going to push the, the uh, big wheel. We're just going to push it in. Minute is 21. Minute is 21, and it's actually 42, so we're going to spin the wheel a little bit. 33, 38, 49, 46, 44, 43. That's where we're at. Press it. A.M. Now it says A.M. If I turn the knob again. D.M. But we're at AM. And I'll push that big button again. Time is set twelve forty three AM. Let me say twelve forty three. I only missed it by one, what can I tell you? Um set time hour is twelve eleven. Okay. Minute is M. Time is set 11.43 a.m. See, it's, but it was very quick to fix that. Now, I can also go in here. Set time. The hour first is button is 11. set time. And then I don't want that. So the one next to it. Alarm is set to 12 a.m. Alarm mode is FM set alarm mode. Okay, it said 12. I'm turning the wheel. Alarm mode AM. Alarm mode FM. So we're going to do this uh, to set it now. Alarm is set to 12 AM. Alarm mode is FM set alarm mode. Okay. Alarm quickly. mode beat. Alarm mode beat. Alarm mode FM. Okay, Alarm. we we have it set, but Alarm uh, I'm trying to do it quickly, beat. and that's hard to do sometimes. Hour is twelve. There, hour is twelve. We'll just spin Three. it. Three minute is zero. Ten. 12.10, I think I have it. A.M. I got it. Alarm is 
set peak mode 3.10 a.m. Alarm. The alarm is set for 3.10 a.m. Anyway, um, let, me, let me turn this thing off and I'll just talk to you a little more about it. Power off. Alarm okay. time what? is 3.10 a.m. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know... <laughs> That, that see that's how I could that that's why I don't have to say that ever to my wife. Besides, she'd kill me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's all right. But but you can see the tone is great. It's very easy one, and it has the six presets. When you get on the station you want, you just hold the one button for the preset in for about five seconds. It will automatically then be set. This does have both. Uh, an output for headset. It has a line out and a line and line in. So I've actually hooked up my uh, XM radio to this and had it play through this radio. You can also add an external speaker uh, to make it stereo uh, on FM. You usually want to try and find a speaker that does not utilize a battery so that you can line it up. The cost of this radio varies a little bit. The normal price, from what I understand, is $239. Uh, it's not a cheap radio, but I can tell you it's a heavy thing, so it's not one of these cheap plastic. It, um, it, it really uh, offers a lot of great sound, and I've done that at home with stereo, adding a, uh, another speaker, and it's great. I think you'll get plenty of use out of it, and I understand that the LA Radio Reading Service right now is looking into getting on HD radio, so that means any of you who have these radios will be able to pick up the LA Radio Reading Service, Lars, with, uh, jo which Jolie Mason is in charge of. Anyway, that's the presentation that I have. Um, I unfortunately do have to leave early. We're in the process of moving, and the final move is next week, so there are 8 million boxes in the house to try and maneuver around. And uh, I really appreciate uh, If anyone wants to give you my number, several people have it. I'm always uh, welcoming people to call. It's not a problem. And as long as it's not at, you know, 1 or 2 in the morning, we're fine. But other than that, uh, you're always welcome to call or email me. And you can get those through the Center for the Partially Cited from Dr. Bill. Uh, I believe Robert uh, has my email and phone number and a few other folks. So does um, uh, Raquel. So thanks so much for giving me the opportunity. This is a great machine. And all I can say is look into it and see if it's going to fit your needs. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ken. How many of you guys want to go help Ken pack some boxes? You know, you might be able to... <laughs> You might be able to pack a HD radio by mistake into your box there, right? <laughs> no, no, no. One other thing, uh, today's event, I'd like to thank Mr. Joe Yurka from Airs LA. Airs LA is the audio internet reading service of Los Angeles, and you could find them at www.airsla.org. And uh, Mr. Yurka, he records all sorts of different types of podcasts and seminars. So virtually anything that's related to vision, you could find it on Airs LA. And you'll also find this particular lecture here will also be on Airs LA. Now our next speaker is Mr. Robert Seigel.
And he's going to be talking to us about really one of the most exciting products for those who read and write Braille, and that's going to be the Humanware Braille Note Apex. Robert? Steve John. There we go. Very Main good. menu. All right. That might be a little... Right then. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Main menu. Okay. <clears throat> well, good morning once again. Um, and yes, I do have a Braille Note Apex here. It has a 32-cell Braille display because I love reading Braille. And the 32-cell allows me to read as much as I can on, this, on the display without having to do lots of scrolling to the next line. So... Um, you can get an 18 cell, um, but again, like I said, I love the 32 cell. Um, for those who don't know what an Apex is, it is the... Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll just adjust it. How's that? Okay, as I was saying, for those who may not know what an Apex is, it is Humanware's latest note-taking device. Um, they do have this in a... I believe they do have a voice note that's come out or is coming out, so you can look into that if you're not a Braille, Braille user. Um, this is a handy little device for those who do know about the Braille Note M powers in the past. Braille Note M powers weigh about three, three and a half pounds. Um, you definitely know it's on your shoulder. The Braille Note Apex weighs about one pound. There have been times that I have often wondered if I'm even still carrying it. Um, it's that light. So, just a little brief uh, orientation. On the back side of this unit, there are three USB ports. Wonderful for um, plugging in a hard drive, um, as I so often do. There is a slot for a, a SD card, and these now take larger size SD cards. Um, I have a 32 gigabyte card in here at the moment, and I have put in a 64 gigabyte card. So it will take those if they are FAT or FAT32 format. Um, in the back, this is great for students or teachers. Um, there is a VGA connection that all you have to do is plug the VGA monitor in and go to options menu and say yes under VGA. And voila, you can now see what your student is working on. Um, so if you need to help that student or uh, so forth, or if parents are helping their kids with homework, they'd be able to see what they're doing. Um, there is also an Ethernet cable uh, connection. But what I love about this unit the most is that it has built-in wireless connection, uh, which is great. Um, I'm going to demonstrate this a little bit here um, because I do want to get to my most favorite part of this device, which is my GPS program. <clears throat> so we, we want to save some time for that. But I did want to show you... Um, first, I'm going to go to the address list. So for me, since actually I think what I'll do is I'll space down so those who are not familiar with it can see how um, from the main menu, you can either do a hotkey, which is the letter A. Key list file name, press enter for NFC members, my, my computer braille is required. Um, is that too fast for people? Rate 9. Okay, we'll slow it down one spot there. Um, come on. Main menu. Thank you. Um, or if word I processor. if I space down, I have a word processing um, planner. Planner address list. There's my address list. So I, if I hit enter on that, key list file name, press enter for NFB members. And I can list of key list file address list. I have many address lists in here. I've created uh, the Braille Note 
whether it's an APEX or MPower, comes with a basic address list that you can add entries into. I have created others that so that I have, when I'm at work, I have a separate address list that I can go into and get information I need to very quickly. Um, but we'll just see. Key list menu. Um, add address. Let's go ahead and add an address. Entry list for address list. Last name. Last name. I'm going to type in my, my last name. So. Stitchell. First name. And my last name is actually Steigel, but it doesn't like that. So um, there are ways of making it do that, but we'll just leave it that way for now. Robert. Middle name. And we're not going to use a middle name. Title. Uh, let's see here. Kessetworth. Oh, Home phone number. I made a mistake. Title. Currently kept. <laughs> so we'll go back to that. Present with home phone it number title like current land. So we're gonna leave that home point. phone number. So <clears throat> let's see here. Eight one eight three six. Yeah, it's a little slow Nine, this morning. Six three six 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 two one business phone number. And exit at this record. It says add this record, and I say yes. Yes, access is denied. Hey, key list menu. <laughs> it didn't like Main that. Menu. And I bet I know why, so we'll Keyless go to menu. another. Um, Add address. NFB member. Key list options menu. Hey. Last let's name. Let's see here. Um, Stitchell. Joy Stitchell. There we go. There's someone we know. So I just went and looked up an address, and now we have Joy Steigel. Um, and we can last go name. through. Stitchell. First name. We know Joy. our first name is Joy. Title. Best in tech. And I have your best in tech so that... If I want to send an email out to our committee, all I have to do is, when it says send send to, I type best in tech, and it sends it will put everyone I have as their title best in tech in that email address. So I'll already be able to have all of the committee members, and I can just send a very quick email to. Main menu. <clears throat> so, for instance, if we did that. Send to. See there, send to, and I'll do a... Backspace Selection list for NFB members. And it says... Title. First name. Title. And now if we do this... BN. In. State. Boy, it's I really not liking me this morning. <laughs> B. B. Best. Best. Thank you. Hey. Space. ST. It's... Best. In. There we go. Tech. Six records selected. And Send to all selected recipients. So if I say yes... yes. Julian Vargas has more than one email address. Well, email address selection list for ready to I'm send sure this Julian email. Doesn't want me to give no, out all of there are 39 so. email in the um, main menu. So <clears throat> you can see how easy it would be to create a group distribution list to send out to multiple email addresses um, if that's what you wanted to do. So <clears throat> main menu. There's a lot of good features in this that um, we could go into and spend probably several hours with. Um, a couple of key things I wanted to, to mention that are some good things about the Braille Node Apex is that it does have, um, for the first time ever, the Apex has a removable, replaceable battery. So <clears throat> for those who have been asking for years, who have Braille Node M powers, you have to send your unit in when it needs a battery replacement, you can now take that battery out, call Humanware, and order a new one. Um, probably could find it at a laptop store as well and be able to replace your own battery. Um, <clears throat> the built-in wireless is, is a great thing because in the past you had a, a compact flash card that would stick out and if you hit, some, hit it on something it would break and now you have to go buy a new one. 
and with this, your wireless card is built in. So, main menu. Um, <clears throat> a couple of the things that still need to be improved is, and there is a an upgrade that's coming out this month sometime, I'm told, that will have support for Microsoft Word, uh, I believe it's supposed to be 2007, we will see. Um, we've been asking for that for years, so one doesn't know. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh boy, two minutes. Yikes. Main menu. I didn't even get to do the GPS. Sidero GPS version 2010.3. Okay, Still 365 Apex. Boys, um, eight minutes goes by quickly. <laughs> it's already been 12. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, we're just waiting for the GPS to load. Six maps loaded. There we go. Turn right. on DT Club. Switching to virtual mode at South Sentinel Avenue at San Diego Freeway. Boy, that sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> creating let's poi see list. what we have around. Um, we're creating a poi list, which is points of interest. So it will tell Poise us... Found. Dinah's Family Restaurant, Esepolvita Boulevard, Los Angeles, 325 feet, behind, west, 123. So we, so we have Dinah's Restaurant, where I'm going to dinner tonight. <laughs> if anyone wants to join me. Um, we have a fresh Mexican grill restaurant, Esepolvita Boulevard, Viva Los fresh Angeles, Mexican 331 feet, behind, west, 223. So, so you can see that the GPS is not only a way of creating routes, but it's like your virtual uh, Yellow Pages book that you have all this information in. We'll Exiting close out that, list. And I want to do really quickly. Location lookup. City uh, lookup. Wonderful. City, city lookup chosen. Okay. California chosen. City, press enter for Culver City. Uh, Culver City chosen. Address. And we'll do... Number sign. Six, two, Oops. two, one. I can't type six, today. One, space, street. Uh, let's see, what are we on? Sentinella. There we go. No streets found matching that name. Back to street address selection. One of two. <coughs> I tell you, this has a mind of its own this morning. <coughs> Let's see here. We're back to... Back to city selection. Two of two. Okay. Back to city selection uh, chosen. Actually, city, press enter for Culver City. Let's do this. We will go... Um, Exit. Location lookup aborted. Let's try this one Location lookup. City lookup. City, city lookup chosen. California chosen. City, press enter for Culver, Culver City. City chosen. Address. Exit. Location lookup uh, aborted. Location lookup. City lookup. Wonderful. So Zip slash postal look. History list. Favorites list. Now we're four going to go four. To our favorites. Favorites list chosen. 6161 W Sentinella Avenue. Thank favorites you. action menu. Explore position. There we go. Arrive near destination. <laughs> Virtual position set to 6161 W Sentinella Avenue. 6161 W Sentinella Avenue, Culver City. There's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> so we went to our favorites list, and I already had it in there. So now, and I know Location Bill, I'm getting close. Favorites um, list, 404. I'm going to do one more list. thing, and Eight, then I'll be done. 13,000, 19,530. Favorites action menu. Explore position. And we're going to do destination. Destination set to 19,535 Welby Way. And we're going to do route command a list. Route command. And now a vehicle because I'm not walking that far. Creating vehicle route. <laughs> it might do me good, but I'm not walking it today. 
So I just want to show you how long this will take to create a, a root. Root created. There it is. Arrived near beginning of root waypoint one. W Sentinella Northwest. And now I can explore. 436 feet, waypoint 2, Mesmer, a W Sentinella, a Des Sentinella. Turn slight right on Mesmer Avenue heading northwest. And so I could do this all the way to home, or if I'm in a car and I have my GPS turned on, uh, the GPS receiver, I'd be able to let it, or I'd be able to tell the driver uh, the direction so that we can get home in a quick manner. So that's a little bit about the GPS. Um, it is my favorite uh, tool because it allows me to be the navigator in a car. Um, it allows me to be the navigator on a bus. And if I'm heading to work or somewhere in a bus route, I'm able to know exactly where I need to get off and I don't have to rely on, on the bus drivers or someone to let me know. So it lets me be the person in control. So there you have it. Save route before exiting. Yeah. Hey. Route not save. Exiting GPS. Main menu. Main menu. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. And yes, indeed, uh, the Apex really is the one thing that I think so many of us want for our Christmas list with that GPS system. You know, So I guess you guys all heard it. Robert's treating the diners tonight, so go ahead and load up. <laughs> okay, today, you know, what's also really nice is that we have many, many things that have been donated by our vendors. So throughout the day, we're going to be raffling different types of devices. So uh, stay so that you can go ahead and see if you do win some of these prizes. Now, our next speaker is really the gentleman that I call Mr. Cell Phone. Uh, he really knows so much about all the different types of cell phones. Many of you who might listen to the radio, KFI 640 with Leo Laporte. Uh, if you ever hear Leo talking to Julian, it's this gentleman here, Mr. Julian Vargas. Thank you very much, Julian. Okay. <laughs> I just had a little talk with my devices, and I let it be known that if it acts up like that Braille note was just doing, it better grow wings and prepare for an emergency landing at LAX. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, sorry about that. Let's try to make that happen. Okay, how's that? Better? Okay, cool. Okay, um... You just heard Robert demonstrating the Sendero GPS, which is quite a powerful uh, device that runs on Braille notes. But let's say you don't always want to carry a Braille note with you. You know, you're going out on a date or something like that. You know, you don't want to bring that clunky thing with you. But what's something that you always have with you is a cell phone. And thankfully, there is a version of that GPS that runs on Windows Mobile cell phones. It's called Mobile Geo. It is uh, kind of a collaborative effort between Code Factory and uh, Sendero GPS, which uh, that's, uh, Code Factory writes the user interface, and Code Factory pow powers it with the GPS engine as well as the current uh, 2010 maps. So, uh, as you heard, we can't get GPS signal in here, so there's certain things that uh, I'd love to show you, but uh, are a little difficult. But there are some really neat things you can do with this thing. It runs in two different modes. It runs in the um, GPS tracking, or as I call, live mode. And uh, then there's the, uh, the virtual mode. Okay. Okay. Hold on. 
so it runs on two modes, the virtual and the live. Uh, right now I can't show you the live, but I can show you the virtual. And there's things that you can get from this, for example. So right now I've got it hooked up, and let's see if it talks. What position West Centennial Avenue? Do it Okay. How's that? Is that loud or a little loud? Let's see if I can lower this. Earpiece volume. Earpiece volume. Let's done. Is that better? Okay. So Mobile gear see, window. Left soft functions. Right soft menu. I set this up as a virtual position here at the hotel. But if I were out and about, I could, for example, find things like my position. Position West Centennial Avenue. Heading unknown. Pedometer zero feet. So this thing would tell me, if I were moving, it would tell me how fast I'd be going. It would tell me my direction of travel. And it also keeps track of how far you've traveled. So let's say you, you're done with a trip and you want to find out how long did that actually take me. It comes in handy when uh, you're on access vehicles and they take you way out of the way. And you want to call them up and tell them how far they've taken you out of your way. It's come in really handy for giving that information. Um, something else you can find out um, is you can set a destination. So I've set for uh, the uh, Center for the Partially Sighted uh, office, which is right next door here. Destination CPS Culver City, 540 feet southeast. So you see it's not that far from here. And if I wanted to know what my nearest intersection is, I can hit a button. Nearest intersection connector to West Centennial Avenue, 143 feet southeast. Which is probably referring to that little driveway that leads right into the hotel. And then there are other options to find out if I had planned a route, like how far I've traveled, uh, how much time I have left. It tries to give an estimate, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, another really neat thing that this has is an option called look around announcements. This comes in very handy when you're on a bus and they're not calling out the stops and you're going somewhere you've never been before. This thing will tell you what street you're traveling on and as you approach an intersection, it will call that intersection out to you. And it does it in enough time that I've been able to successfully use this on buses in, in different states when I've traveled. Uh, as long as I know the street I'm supposed to get off at, this thing will let me know when I'm approaching and I can pull the bell. And uh, it's come in very handy. It saved uh, me on a number of occasions. What's that? No, it's an application that you install on Windows mobile phones. However, you can also buy the complete package from uh, various dealers. Uh, for example, Sweetman Systems, which is here, will sell it to you. Uh, Sendero also uh, has some pretty good deals on whole packages if you want to buy the whole thing because you need the phone, you need the software, and you also need the screen reader, which is uh, mobile speak. So... One thing we can do is uh, explore what's in our area. And well, let's go into that. Set positions. One of eight. Root functions. Two of search. Three of enter. Nearest POIs. One of two. So I could have it tell me what all the nearest points of interest are, which will choose all kind. Here, for example, having office buildings nearby, it's going to tell you everything in there, which may not be necessarily what you're looking for. Advanced POI so search. Can go on two to of advanced two. Enter. Options. Mobile geo window. Left soft functions. Right soft menu. POI search conditions, plus search string, plus, plus search by name, two of, plus category travel slash entertainment, three of eight, plus subcategory transit stops, four so of eight. this is one of the really neat things that uh, 
Sendero Maps has added is the Google Transit feeds. Uh, this is great because you can find out your nearest bus stops. So if I have it do a search for this. BOI search results, BOI search results, plus 439, Cephalia slash Centinela, Metra, 898 feet, southeast. So that's our nearest bus stop. Plus 108 slash 358, 439, Green Valley slash Cephalia, Metra, 0.21 miles, northeast, 2 of 28. So as you see, it'll, it'll tell you all your nearest bus stops. And as you continue to, to, to go down that list, that they expand outward. So once you have a bus stop chosen, you could actually have this thing guide you to the bus stop. You could actually p use it to plan a route to get there, which uh, if, if you're in an unfamiliar city could come in very handy. Now let's say we want to uh, tr virtually travel somewhere else. This is the neat part about this product is that you don't actually have to be somewhere to learn what's around there. So let's go into this. Main screen, no GPS receiver detected. Press long zero, function, set positions, one of eight. Root functions, two of set positions. Enter, set an address by city, one of five. So we can set an address by city. Set an address by postal code, two of five. By postal code. So let's see, where shall we virtually travel here in Los Angeles? Oh, I know. Many of you are familiar with the Braille Institute. So let's find out what's around there. Set an address by city. Set an address by postal code. Two of five. Okay. I believe Enter. I know this as destination. There. One of four. We can set it as destination. As virtual position or, or origin. Virtual Two position. of four. Enter. So we're going to choose that. Postal code. Alpha mode. Lowercase. Edit. 91,300. Back. 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 Blank. Alpha mode. Auto. Alpha mode. Uppercase. Numeric mode. Nine. Zero. Zero. Two. Eight. Enter. Searching. Left soft next. Right soft menu. Postal code 90,028. Street. Alpha mode. Lowercase. Edit. Harbor Boulevard. S. Cap. Back. 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 Blank. V. E. Q. Q. Back. Q. Re, R, M, M, O, O, N, N, T, T. So, okay, we entered Vermont. And by the way, I'm entering this using the standard numeric keypad. This phone also has a slide-out QWERTY keyboard as well for those who prefer it. But I, I tend to like doing it numerically. Enter. No matches found. Get ready to fly. <laughs> Street list, list, no items. What's that? 29. Oh, of course. Picky, picky. Street, alpha mode, lowercase, edit, street list, clear entry, one of three. Back, two of three. Postal code selection window, postal code, alpha mode, lowercase, edit, 90,028, left soft, nine, zero, zero, two, eight, blank, back, eight. W, W, back, W, 
Alpha mode, auto case, numeric mode. 9. Enter. Postal code 9029, street, alpha mode, lowercase, edit, Harbor Boulevard, S. Cat, back, 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 blank. V. E. R. R. Mer. M. O. O. N. N. T. T. Enter. Select a street from the list and press enter. List Vermont Avenue in Los Angeles. One of two. Street. Alpha mode. Lowercase. Edit. Vermont. Select a street from the list. Street. Alpha mode. Lowercase. Select a street from the list and press enter. List Vermont Avenue in Los Angeles. One of two. Vermont Place Los Angeles. Two of Vermont Avenue in Los Angeles. So I think this one is the right one. Vermont Avenue N for north. So we'll select that. Address number. Alpha mode. Lowercase. Edit. 1330. Back. 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 Blank. Alpha mode, auto, alpha mode, upper, numeric mode. Seven, four, one, enter. Searching. Mobile geo window, left soft functions, right soft menu, where am I? Press enter for options, or press hash to return to the main screen. Three-way, on North Vermont Avenue, North Vermont Avenue, South and North and Marathon Street, East. So Marathon Street is the closest street to the east, it's saying. Main screen, no GPS receiver detected. Press long zero to reconnect the nearest intersection, Marathon Street, 48 feet north. Funch, set positions, one of eight. Root functions, search, three of, enter, so let's nearest POI, one of two. Advanced POI search, two of, mobile geo window, left soft functions, right soft menu. POI search conditions, plus search screen. So I showed how we can search for bus stops. But let's say we want to plus find something string. else. Plus search by name, two of eight. Plus category travel slash entertainment. Loading POI category selection window. Select a category. List travel sport. 70 shop slash service. School. 15 of nine. Restaurant. 14 of so 19. So you get there early and you want to find somewhere to eat. Mobile geo window. Left soft search. Let's right see soft what's around menu. there. POI search conditions. Plus category restaurant. Plus subcategory all, 4 of 8. Plus category restaurant, 3 of 8. Search. POI search results. POI search results. Plus Yashinoya Beef Bowl Restaurant, 287 okay. feet south. There's the Beef Bowl Restaurant. Plus Yashinoya Beef Bowl Restaurant, 0 0.75. Plus Casa Noodle and Teriyaki, 0. Plus teriyaki house, 0 0.79 miles south. A lot of teriyaki well. places. So let's say that sounds good to you and you want to learn more information about it. You can select it. POI de details, plus name teriyaki house, 0 0.79 miles south. To plus description Japanese, 3 of 23. Plus category restaurant, 4 of 23. Plus subcategory Japanese, 5 of 23. Plus street W1STST, 6 of 23. Plus address 3567 of 23. So you see, you get the address. Plus city Los Angeles. 8 of, plus zip postal code 90004. 9 of. Plus email. 10 of 20. Plus website. 11 of. Plus phone number 213-380-8878. 12 of 23. So this comes in really handy because if you want to call them, find out what they have, see if they're still there. Because sometimes in these POI lists, they can have listings that are not current. You can call them right from the phone and ask them questions.
Okay. So let's see what else I have to show you here. This is on the HTC 743. It's an unlocked GSM phone. However, it'll run on various uh, Windows mobile phones. Uh, the best way to find out is if you go to Code Factory's website, that's www.codefactory.es, you can see a list of all the supported phones. Yeah, Code Factory. Uh, they're the ones who also make mobile speak. And uh, they make the uh, user interface for this, and then Sendero provides the GPS engine and the map. So that's a little bit about how Mobile Geo works. It's a great solution. I use it all the time when I travel places. It uh, helps me out tremendously. Uh, helps me to be a more independent traveler, and as Robert uh, had said, you know, allows you to be the navigator. And in certain instances, you kind of have to be. So, hope uh, that was helpful to you guys, and uh, go check it out. Yeah. Actually. Uh, the battery that comes with it is not that great, but there's I found one on Amazon. If you type in HTC 743 extended battery, uh, you'll come up with one. It's made by Box Wave Corporation. It's about 60 bucks, and it lasts twice as long as the uh, original OEM battery. Huh? Uh, it's a, no, I've I've used it all day before on this ba on this battery. The one. The, ex the extended battery will, will, will run longer, yes. What's that? Yeah, it, it's running with mobile speak. Okay, great. Thank you, Julian. And for all of you, uh, the thing, too, is that if you do go to uh, bestintech.info, there, there will, we will be posting other information, too. We'll be having perhaps a contact information of our speakers and well, such as well. I'm be okay. next so thank you very much, Julian. Okay.